our focus today is on shadow work. Yeah. So we just passed solstice. Solstice was yesterday, the winter solstice. We're kind of focusing. It's that time between uh, the light and the dark, or we're actually right in the darkness. This is the Daily Practice Podcast with Crystal Borelli and Andrea Hellman. Hariyum, Hariyum, Hariyum. And now every day it's building back to yeah, the brightness, back the light. to the light. <laughs> and of course that comes into, ties into, yeah, the holiday season and also, which sometimes can have a darkness, I would say to it, of course, for a lot of people. And then also we're moving into like the new year. So there's like an ending and a closing of a cycle into the rebirth of, you know, everyone's new intentions and goals and all those things. Do you do a lot of goal setting and intentions? around this time? I used to, you know, when I pull out like my old books and journals of like classes and stuff, I'll come across, um, goals that I've put for myself. And, and a lot of them I've actually could cross off. I'm like, Oh, I did that, did that, did that. So I do see that there's a power behind that. I mean, it's the same as writing your goals down as vocalizing. It's like putting it out there and that vibration. And, and, uh, but during this time, like around the solstice, I actually just I chant the mantra, the joy tea mantra of light and that I start the day before and I go till the next day kind of thing. So that's my ritual. And, and, um, I feel like I'm already so propelled onto my path that I definitely put it out there, um, with goals of like, Hey, I want this many people in this training, or I want to see this much income. Like I definitely think it and put it out there and vocalize it more than writing it down now. What was your um, goal last year. Cause I feel like right now I'm in full on reflection mode of like last year, things that I kind of wanted to sort of manifest and then, um, other things that I kind of like started, but then I couldn't really like finish cause I started doing some other stuff and now I'm just reflecting on it all. And that's, that's what this time of year is for, right? Like the, the dark time, it's like going into hibernation and like just chilling out, nurturing, taking care, um, sitting back and, allowing for that reflection to happen, to be like, okay, you know, what, what projects are going to be, you know, you're going to be birthing starting springtime. So you're in the right kind of zone of doing that. Mm. For me, it was, well, last year, the last two years. (laughs) Survival? um, No, 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 no. It was a good, it was a really good two years. I mean, there was always some really hard, challenging, like times, of course, but for the most part, looking back, I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, it was awesome. Uh, And it was writing my book. That was like, get that project done and complete. And um, it's huge. I think it's so funny too, because I'm like, what? You just finished a book? I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like your book was like a sleeper for me because I didn't quite realize that you were because you were working on your manual. Yeah, I've so got, I guess yeah the manual, all the, the awesome times. manual, the journal. <laughs> There's so many. <laughs> yeah, but I think I thought you were just working on your manual every time you're writing, but mm. then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I, I just wrote this book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. It uh, and I, I and it is still kind of sleepy. Like I, I mean, really, up until you, I haven't really marketed like did mm. any marketing around it because yeah. I wrote it for the training, the teacher training. Yeah. So for me, I was like, oh no, it's for those students. Not thinking that maybe other people might want to read it. <laughs> I just updated a new version of of like editing because wow, that that shit's hard. Well, you know what's really <laughs> interesting. So my word for twenty twenty three is prolific. Not having perfection or like overanalyzing and just like letting everything like kind of flow through me. 
And I feel like that was like your book. Like you kind of just had to like get it out there and then. Exactly. I had a, a deadline and my dad was like, get the fucking book done, Crystal. Don't worry <laughs> about the edits and this and that. Like the information's there, just launch it. And I did that and I was like, okay, let it go. And then I saw some of the funniest little mistakes and I was like, I can't, I got to re- I got to do one more, one more review. And I just uploaded a new one on Amazon. So I feel good. I'm leaving it. It's done. It looks awesome. Yeah. Danielle Connor, who did the uh, design, like did a phenomenal job. And then shout out to Chris um, Kapske too. Cups. Um, he did the the gods and goddesses and they're like so dope. What's your word for 2023? Mine is uh, to pause. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I've been finding that... And my husband, bless him, he's been <clears throat> calling me out a little bit in like, a, not in a direct way, but I've been noticing, I'm like, oh, this is a part of myself that it's almost like the, how can I explain it? Not an, yeah, I guess it's the old part of me or old me that is um, so much attitude and so mouthy and so fucking, <laughs> Oh geez. so don't give a fuck. Like, and that can hurt people. And I realize, and so I'm like, okay, Crystal, you need to, before you um, speak, maybe take a moment and think about what you're saying. And it, and it goes back to like, is it kind? <laughs> is it necessary? You know? Uh, and so I would really like to work on before I blurt out some words <laughs> about uh, my opinion, maybe just hold back and like take a moment and be in stillness and see if it's going to actually, um, align with who I want to be in the world and who I want to be seen as and who I, integrity to my spirit, right? Like integrity to like the purest part of myself that is pure love and does my words um, support that. And lately they haven't, I've been going a little rogue on that. Burning hot. (laughs) Yeah, totally. I don't know. And it's funny, you know who comes up in mind about this is she's done such a beautiful job of of doing this um, with no judgment, just pure like, oh fuck, she's so rad, is Natalie Russo. Mm, I've mm-hmm. always felt that Nat has like, it, I, she'll be in my class, <clears throat> excuse me, and I'll make a mistake. Like I'll say, I'll be telling a story and I use the wrong word or something. And I can just see her smiling away with no judgment, no like, oh, you said it wrong or you did it wrong. She's just like, that was beautiful. Thank you so much. You know, like she's not like yeah. Crystal, you fucked up. <laughs> unconditional. <laughs> yeah. It's unconditional. And well, I think, yeah, I think if you misspell there and there, like it doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't discount like your intelligence. It's, you know, mm-hmm. like it's the smallest, subtlest things. Yeah. And, and we all have something that we have not perfected for sure. Yeah. Did I tell you what my mom said about the, she said only God make, um, can create perfection. And she was referencing, um, the women in, um, Hopi land, I guess, I think it was Hopi land, but so they were um, making blankets and then the weaving. I think we talked about this and mm-hmm. they purposely leave a stitch out so that it's not perfect. Cause they're like, only God can create perfection. Mm-hmm. And then my, my, my husband was like, but, uh, what about me? God. me." <laughs> I feel like we live with two people that are like just so pumped on themselves yeah. in a good way though. The way we all should. Michael said it to laugh and I had a good laugh. I was like, Oh, you're such a funny person. I love it. Yeah, but it's good. You can kind of see it though. It's good. Mm-hmm. But he feels the same way about you too. Like that's what I say about my sister. Like nobody in the world loves themselves as much as she does, but she, I, I've never ever met anybody that loves as many people as she does or as big as her. Yeah. She is love. Because she can just be it. Mm. Yeah. There's like zero strings attached. And as you should be too. Like what, like the whole idea is that we all 
reside in love. I mean, that's the beginning. And what is yoga is the union with the divine. Well, the divine is love. Yeah. 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 Oh man. So funny though. But I think the thing is with conditional love, it's like, it's you love somebody and then they do something and then you're upset and then you decide you don't love them anymore. But two things can exist at the same time. You can love them and be mad at them at the same time. Right. I think that's the thing. Well, I, of course, I, isn't that's the shadow and the light working together. That's the ego and the spirit. That's the light and the dark. That's the sun and the moon. That's this is a pretty new it. concept for me. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think when I created that conditions of the way I think I experienced love as a kid felt conditional on one side of, and so I think I just like, there was like gaps and I just filled it with my own little like five-year-old thoughts. I don't know. Mm -hmm. As we do. But how do you work through that? So like this time of the year, as we're going into like the darkest time or starting to come out of the darkest times, but it's still like the, like the dark nights. Yeah. Well, it's still like the solstice is officially winter as well. Right. So it's still dark. Like it got dark. I mean, yesterday was solstice. So it got dark at like 3.30 here. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? I was ready for bed at like 6.30. I was like, I'm tired. <laughs> I love the extended uh, side light though. Like those shadows, everything is so good. The light is beautiful. I was in the forest um, along the river yesterday and the sun's so low and it has this golden, like a, a more golden yellow tone to it, cascading everywhere. It's pretty magical time. It's a very beautiful time. Yeah. Um, the- but this is the time to nurture, to like read the book, to um, get cozy, to drink tea, to, um, you know, definitely like things that aren't going to be an exertion of your energy. And as you said, like reflection, journaling. <clears throat> uh, yeah, we're basically building up and storing our energy, you know, like our ojas or, um, yeah, ojas, which is like your energy bank. We're kind of like nurturing that part of ourselves so that when it is springtime, that's the part of birth, right? So we can push, you know, go into the world with a little bit more pizzazz. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I like that word. What does shadow work look like for you? Is there something that we could have like some sort of like journal prompt or some, I don't know, something to incite some deep reflection? Well, I think that shadow work is looking at your, the things that show up in your life that are creating disturbance and these, and in their patterns. So if they're a constant, like, you know how people say like, why does this keep happening to me? <laughs> it's like, because you haven't shifted your perspective yet. It goes back to shifting perspective, to being aware of the, the pattern that you're running that has a negative, um, reflection or tone to it. So sitting back and, and looking at what that is, I mean like, okay, now I need to make a conscious choice of change or shift or why that is, like why is it that this is happening and and dig a little bit deeper into it. But I will say that I will say in the, the winter months and the darker months, our karmas don't usually come to the surface as much. Like our deep work doesn't come up because it's so dark that more darkness isn't going to get put on top of that. So, I mean... Um, and because it would get too depressing and it's already a little bit, you know, heavier as it is cause it's freaking cold and it's darker as I mentioned, but yeah, karmic work doesn't usually work as much in the um, winter times. It's more in the summer cause it, the light is so bright that the darkness needs to counter that. So your darker work comes up. That's why August, as I mentioned before, is so intense for me. Mm. But right now it's like, you're like in like, okay, hibernate and get ready for the, the light to come back for all the deep work to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you're just like conserving energy. Yeah. Taking care of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Rest. It's time to rest. It's time to 
you know, not go out and party and dance the night away. And like, yeah, it's time to go home early and drink some tea and chill the fuck out. Well, I don't have blinds, so I am a hundred percent ruled by like the circadian rhythm of life. Yeah. And, amazing. And it's been insane. The sunrises have been so spectacular. Mm. It's crazy. Yeah. And I, but I don't get out of bed to like be out there. I know you're supposed to be outside getting like real sunlight, uh, like as soon as you wake for, um, it's science. I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> I would like this one to kind of be more focused on um, reflection. I surpassed a lot of things that I thought I would this year. And then I also like dropped quite a few balls that I would like to now sort of like pick up off the ground and put back on the shelf before I can like move into 2023. Maybe that's what my job's going to be just to write those loose ends that I want to like tie up. Because the amount of time I've spent thinking about them, I think I could have achieved the things that I needed to do. But then, okay, so then why are you continually to put energy into it? Like, and so, like, picking up, putting, or like, why can't you just be like, okay, that's done. Focus everything on what you want to start working and energy into in creation. Because mm, it's not done. Because a few of them are just like small little details on like a bigger project. And it's like the last couple of deliverables that I need to send out. The problem for me is that, this one thing that this guy is like, oh, it's like such a small edit. I'm like, but it's not. It's going to take me like two days because I, I, I just want to be like cleared to like go into 2023 and to like really. This is the ending of the cycle. That might mean for some people to finish up the projects, to complete those projects so that they are done. And it is, it's, um, we look at this time as like the darkest time. It's like in the yin yang symbol. It's the, the darkest part. It's the the Shiva, it's like the, the ending of the cycle. It's the death, right? Winter is all around, like it's death. Everything's dead. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, like underneath the snow, they, they've gone in, they've like, they're like, Oh, I'll come back up when, you know, when it's time in the spring, when the sun returns. But Mm -hmm. So maybe this time right now, before even January 1st, is the time of the completion. Wrap those things up mm -hmm. so that you're like, you know, maybe it is the space between and the pause between so that you get those done so that you can like emerge. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm also like reflecting on things that I wanted to do last year that I wasn't able to do. And now like reflecting on that, what went wrong? How can I tweak it to like really do it and stay with it and be consistent for the whole year? Yeah. Sounds like goal setting to me, babe. Boom. Okay. Well, I think I'm just going to make my list, like empty my mind and see like the little things that pop up. Those little like things of guilt. Well, they say the only way to like really shift anything or to learn anything, it's like, okay, you can tell me, but then I need to experience it in my own body. Mm -hmm. And people le learn that in different ways. Like there's different ways to learn. You could write something on the chalkboard, like in a teaching situation. I don't get it. I'm like, I don't know. I need more detail. I need more like interaction. I integration. Integration. Exactly. So that integration is the only way that we can really have that experience. We need to experience it. So like in teacher trainings, we'll be like, okay, we study it, we practice it, and then we teach it. And that's how you start to learn. Okay. Say that again, slower. We study it. Yeah. We practice it in our own body. Yeah. And then we teach it to others. Okay. That's good. That's what we want then. We studied it. We just talked about it. Yeah. And then to practice it, is that going to be my list? And then to like go out there in the world, it's going to be me like. That's your list. And then let's do a mantra. Oh, good one. To embody it. All right. Be the prayer. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, Andrea. All right. Learning so slowly and quickly all yeah. at the same time. Me too. Me too. <laughs> so much to learn still. Yeah, yeah. That's what I love about yoga is you can like, 
You can study this shit forever, your whole lifetime, plus lifetimes, like Sage Bharadvaja, he did it lifetimes. And um, it takes a long time to figure out how it all works. It takes lifetimes to clear the karmas and lifetimes to... Yeah, but what fun. Yeah, I, w- I was writing a message this morning, looking at the sky, ablaze, and I just had one line, I forget what I was saying, but I was just saying how opening my heart, I said, that's my life's work, is to actually like open it up because it's well you have the perfect sister to help you with that because she is all love she is the heart yeah but she's so easy to practice on that (laughs) (laughs) and because she has a constant stream of unconditional love I don't that's fair that's fair that's fair (laughs) or I'm getting more of one for sure but it's but actually being like that like with other people that have triggers like her triggers are just straight up reactions like I don't, I don't know that's not totally true she has she has gone through a lot of like trauma and oh man we've been doing mantra evenings and like lighting candles she's all like she this is her favorite mudra and then uh that's so fucking awesome oh <laughs> I love that so I, much I told you yeah what's her favorite mantra well we're singing the, the pop song one Oh, Jashiva Shankara, boom, boom, hare, hare. Nice. Yes. So, I, <laughs> so I was singing it and then she was like fully doing the chakras. Come on. Yeah. And I said, like, oh, where did you get that? And she, oh, Crystal Rainbow. And that's when I, I think the next day I texted you and it's like, I need to video her doing it, but it's like so cute and it's like so dark, like in my bedroom when we're doing it or whatever. But so I like funny. that too. Like it has this, you know, this like very intimate setting and moment of that where it should be like it's very you know it's very personal work yeah and she said let's do this every single night and I said why don't we just start with Fridays like look at me (laughs) two middle-aged women living together Friday night mantras mantra okay okay the mantra (laughs) this would be good yeah so this mantra um Mm -hmm. this is the mantra that I actually chant um, the day before solstice and the day of and then the day after okay um and this is comes from the upanishads and this is known as the mantra of light and it's called the joy tear mantra so um, the translation is may we be led from the unreal to the real so we're speaking about truth and embodying your truth and um, speaking it up because your voice has this power of vibration and of creation and also destruction. We know that. And so chanting really stimulates this power within us to be able to speak up. And our true self in the teachings is blissful and happy and peaceful and fearless. Um, That's from my teacher, Vishwaji. And the true self, you know, is this connection to the spirit, connection to the divine, connection to source. So this first line, may we be led from the unreal to the real, is uh, embodying that, to embody the truth. Um, In yoga, we call that satya, the truth. Um, The next line is, may we be led from darkness to light. So, I mean, that's kind of obvious, but also it's the ignorance. And just like the guru, the teacher helps us to see that. So moving from any kind of shadow work or karmas into this awareness of um, lifting the illusion, the maya, to be able to see more clearly, see a different perspective, shift perspective for a positive, to live a more fulfilled happiness of a life. And the next one is, may we be led or lead us to um, death, to immortality. 
And that kind of speaks to the last one, you know, the, the death, the completion of the cycle, like what we're in right now, the ending, um, this is Shiva's realm, total, you know, um, being cleared, um, so that we can move into this enlightened state, the enlightened state, of course, um, in the yogic teachings, you'd be leaving your body. You'd be done with all your work, your physical form, your ego is gone. You're back into the spirit and the divine realm within the divine realm book on Amazon or crystalrainbowbrelly.com. And (laughs) if you want to sign copy (laughs) and, uh, um, but ultimately this enlightenment, you know, this idea now is that we are the Jiva Mukta. We are the one that is enlightened in physical form. So we're trying to, for the majority, you know, I follow so many people that are waking up um, on social and really embodying their truth, embodying their spirit, um, speaking up for their freedoms and who they want to be truly in the world. And this is all speaks around that. So uh, may, and then the last one is um, peace. Let there be peace, peace and more peace. So may we be led from the unreal to the real. May we be led from darkness to light. May we be led from death to immortality and let there be peace, peace and peace. Asatoma Satgamaya Tamasoma Joytirgamaya Mrityorma Amritam Gamaya Uhum shanti 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 hi. Asatoma sad gamaya. Tamasoma joy tear gamaya. Mrityorma amratam gamaya. Uhum shanti 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 hi. Asatoma sad gamaya. Tamasoma joy tear gamaya. Mrityorma amritam gamaya. Uhum shanti 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 hi. Uhum shanti 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 hi. Uhum shanti 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 hi. Mm. yeah yeah mantra of light right uh i feel really conflicted when we're doing this because (laughs) i I get i get really in into it the zone the zone the flow and then uh, i'm like oh yeah check your sound oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) the two worlds don't mess it it up yeah like you'll you'll get this in the replay i love it Mm-hmm. All right. And then I guess um, for pranayama today, we're going to maybe not do it because the main one that you were thinking of is too aggressive. No, it, it's not that it's too <laughs> aggressive. It's a very advanced pranayama. So usually um, the winter's breath, we call it, it's the bastrika pranayama. It's mm-hmm. known as the winter's breath, the bellows breath. Kind of like, um, you know, the bellow. I didn't know this till later on because mm. I didn't have one when I was little. And I lived off grid and we used the wood stove all the mm. time. But the pumper. Oh, I didn't know that was the bellow. Apparently. I always think of like the bellows of the ship or something, like in the depths. Oh, yeah. That's what I thought. But maybe that's well, a different word. Well, something that like, well, I think that's what it is. It pumps the air. So basically it stokes the inner fire. 
right? Yeah, yeah. So it's an inner fire stoke to get things more warm because it's so chilled. So this one is um, an inhale and exhale are the same count. Yeah. Um, and it's fast. And you can do some arm movements as well. But there's so many precautions of, you know, if you're pregnant, if you have high or low blood pressure, um, if you have had surgery, if you feel lightheaded, like there's, there's quite a few precautions and very serious ones because it is so advanced. So mm-hmm. I would say like seek out a teacher that teaches it. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. And, um, but it's a beautiful breath and um, it's, yeah, it's strong and it gets things moving and, uh, that's usually the winter's breath, but we're not going to do it here today. Okay. Well, maybe we'll make a little course so that people can like warm up and work themselves through there it. There you go. You can always come to my online classes. I can teach it as well there. Yeah. I like that. Let's do it. Hit yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and you get a free class. First class is free with Hariom discount. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> and that is on crystalborelli.com. Crystal Rainbow Borelli. Oh my gosh. I can't believe I messed it up. Yeah. It's because it's just, I just start typing C R Y and you pop up. Ah, yeah. Okay. So Crystal Rainbow Borelli.com. And then we also have www.thedailypractice.life. This is the shadow period. So it's the time to pause and reflect and journal and get ready for setting your goals and intentions for the new year. I like it because we're going to be back in the new year. Talking about the light. We are. Hariyom. Seeking the light. Shanti Shanti. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. We'll see you next week. Om Hariyom. 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 This is the Daily Practice Om Podcast with Crystal and Andrew Hellman. If you want to check us out on the World Wide Web, our website is thedailypractice.life. And on there, we have all kinds of resources, but we have a free full moon course. It's about an hour long. There's a yoga practice, pranayama. You'll learn a mantra as well as story time and all taught by Crystal Borelli. Hariyam.